Welcome to another episode of the Padra Lorian. Tonight we'll be discussing the Book of Boba Fett, Episode Five: The Return of the Mandalorian, <laughs> and Episode Six: From the Desert Comes a Stranger. I reckon we'll have a lot to talk about as these episodes have r- sure raised one's bristles. What in tarnation were they thinking? Where's that Boba Fett? Be warned, some of our discussion might get as savage as a meat axe. So if you're here for good vibes only, you better skedaddle. So let's just rattle our hawks and jump in. <laughs> no good vibes here. Does anybody want to talk about everything? your meat axe? <laughs> what <laughs> meat, is a meat Yeah, axe? what's up with a meat axe? It's as savage as a meat axe, which is very bad. <laughs> is it an axe made out of meat? That's what I'm it, thinking. It's an axe for cutting meat. I was like, is it a dick? It, it sounds could, like it a could dick. also That's be made it out sounds of like a, It sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> oh, a butcher's cleaver, I see. Yeah. If it sounds like a dick and looks like a dick. It might be a dick. It might be a meat axe. Imagine you're with a guy and he's like, it's time to show you my meat axe. I would leave. <laughs> it sounds like a serial killer. I would laugh. So hard. I was about I was about to say why is this exclusively guys that you're saying Ash but then the sentence finished and I was like okay yeah actually only <laughs> only, only a guy, guy would, would only just, a guy would, do would that. use that line yeah, that's that big was serial killer energy and I would that was an important aspect of the sentence I would say I'm certain you're compensating for something so let's see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah show me show me your meat axe <laughs> she was just really excited about his fucking cleaver in the kitchen. I mean, if it's a nice cleaver, then yeah, I would also- Yeah, if it's a nice knife, it. yeah. Um, I really like cooking knives. If you have a shun cleaver, hit me up. Um, shun shun is a knife brand. It's a Japanese knife brand. It's Damascus Danny, and very nice. Danny is perplexed beyond all reason. <laughs> would, would you all consider stopping and just trying this episode again from the top? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No, I think that was perfect, actually. <laughs> have a rule with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Return of the Mandalorian. I, 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 I thought it was hyperbole when people were like, "There's no Boba Fett in this episode." <laughs> and then I watched it. I watched it literally like four hours ago, and there's no Boba Fett. In this episode. I spent this whole episode like, "Okay, surely they're gonna cut, and it's gonna be Boba Fett." And yeah. every cut they made, it wasn't Boba Fett. And I was like, "What Boba is Fett. happening?" And then it ended, and I was like. There was still no. I was just like, oh no, people were people were actually being correct. No, there was um, no hyperbole there. And in, a, and in a shocking twist to everyone, I actually really liked this episode. Like I, I enjoyed. I thought it, it was a good episode, episode of, of the Mandalorian. No, but, I was like, wow, I really enjoy season three, episode one of the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when I finished it, I was like, I have conflicting emotions because I enjoyed the episodes of Mandalorian, but I'm bummed out because. <laughs> yeah well 
we'll get into it. Yep. So we start off. We I don't know what accent I'm doing. <laughs> we start off at some butchery meat butchery meat factory. I don't know what it's called. It's a just butcher called a meat factory. A butcher. I got two answers there. That see, I tried to fit both things in. I was trying to please both crowds. Okay. And What's we the see other crowd you were trying to please? Meat the butchery meat factory. And meat factory. It is a meat factory. It's a meat processing. It's a plant. butcher. I I think it's you both too large said the exact opposite things. Just before, what is happening? <laughs> I'm being gaslit again. <laughs> it's a metaphor for how fandom's been treating you all week. <laughs> anyway, okay, anyway, doesn't matter. And we see a silhouette behind the plastic barrier. Who could it be? Is it Boba Fett, the main character of the show? No, it's the Mando. It's our boy and his beautiful voice, which he does have a beautiful voice. It's a beautiful voice. The moment I heard it, I was like, oh, I did miss that voice. Yeah. Um, I like how he just walks through and everyone's like, what's this guy doing here? But like, doesn't stop him. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't like, I've had customer service jobs. And if somebody walked in like that, it'd be like, I don't get paid enough to care. I don't get paid enough. No. About what's happening. I would honestly, if I, if I was still at Starbucks and that guy walked in, I would just assume he was like a mechanic or something. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you're coming to fix Hold the fridge on. again? If someone in full Mandalorian armor came into <laughs> <your> Starbucks. <laughs> Okay, like if must, I didn't know a Mandalorian here were. to service the machine. <laughs> it's a leave your helmet on, please. Take yeah, the rest off. Leave stays your on. on. Thank you. <laughs> He's just here to fix the coffee machine. Yeah. It's stuck again. Oh my god. So he goes through to a back room where some shady dealings are happening. Bando says he's looking for Kaba Bays and the guy who is obviously Kaba Bays because it says so in the subtitles <laughs> is like, who? Who's that? Never seen him. Despite Mando having a bounty puck. Um, and Mando says the classic line, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. Um, and I think it's funny because they're in a, a meat packaging plant. So it's actually very cold in there. It's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> Uh, one of the guy bites the Mando as soon as he tries to draw his blaster, which was epic. And Mando pulls out the dark saber and kind of kicks ass with it until he burns his own damn leg, which was so funny. Um, he kills almost everyone, but lets a guy run away because like, he's not there to kill guys. Yeah. And then he decapitates Kaba Bais. Um, And can I just say, <laughs> I hate how Kaba Bais has a fucking name, but there are so many other people in this series who don't. Yeah. <laughs> frog lady speaks frog. <laughs> like, it just, I hate it. Kaba Bais speaks Kaba. <laughs> so mad. I will say that dumbass burning his own leg with the dark saber, 10 so out funny. of 10. 10 out I mean, of 10. I feel like this is just. Do. It's, it's what he would do, but also good example of why normal people don't tend to have lightsabers. Right, right. Because this is what happens. You're fighting against the blade, but we'll get to that later. When he leaves the room, he's confronted by all the meat workers. And he tells them that their boss is dead and they can take whatever compensation they think they deserve from their former employer. Labor rights. The guys obviously just go and get the money and the Mando limps away. Uh, what the fuck? Are they on a halo ring? <laughs> that was I my wonder who I was wrote, like, is this halo i wonder who wrote the show notes i unfortunately I, had the same thought though i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> i often get halo and mass effect completely confused with each to other, be fair so. i started off feeling like halo and then it kept going and i was like okay this is way more mass effect no i felt of, like, definitely felt the mat definitely yeah. felt the mass effect vibes 
Yeah, I thought it was cool because we don't get to see like superstructures and and Star Wars that much, so I thought it was neat. Yeah, it did give me Cowboy Bebop vibes, also weirdly. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I was like, this is a thing that would be in Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I was mostly thinking about like Gundam. So (laughs) (laughs) it's like um, it's like this Rorschach chart, like pictures. Yeah, you see what you see in it. It's Gundam. Uh, so we get a what type of fucking nerd are you? We get a long shot of Mando getting on an elevator with a guy who's real nervous to have a Mando nearby with a head in a bag. Mando exits at a bar where people are like dancing like Mass Effect NPCs and he's welcomed by his client. He asks for the info that he owes him, but she wants to join them for a meal. I would also want him to join me for dinner, says Seth. Excuse <laughs> <This is> me. <laughs> uh, This whole thing was one long shot and I don't usually notice things like that, but I noticed it and I was impressed. And I would just like to say that. Yeah, it was a cool shot. Well done, Bryce. I want to see how it was done because it's obviously done with those big screens, right? I feel like like they should just put Bryce. Bryce Dallas Howard is consistently made, directed the best episodes of The Mandalorian, which I will consider this one of the best episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's not The Mandalorian. Um, the Mandalorian. So just put her in charge of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see behind the scenes thing on how that was shot, though, because it's really cool. Yeah. I don't, you, you might not want to go that route, Ash, because then your favorite show becomes an NFT, so. Did she really? That yeah. Oh, yeah. That what? Sucks. No! Yeah. She did. No! She oh, did. Man. All your faves are the yep. worst. Everyone sucks. <sighs> yeah. Sucks. Um, so she gives him the info the Mando wants, a location, and he heads off. Nope, the long shot is still going. Mando limps off to the location he was given. He scans with infrared or whatever and sees symbols telling him he's going to the right place, which are all like pretty obviously Mandalorian symbols. <laughs> and ah, it's a Mando <laughs> covert. Convert, convent. Uh, poor dude has to climb down a ladder, which is just really <laughs> tough for him on his injured leg. And a lot of this episode is just him making pain sounds. Him falling down the stairs. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, he reaches the armorer and collapses down the stairs. Oh, tell- the who? The armorer. What? From the Mandalorian season one. Who we just, yeah. who we, who last we saw was getting like destroyed by stormtroopers? No, yeah, she was destroying, destroying stormtroopers. Yeah, she was destroying the stormtroopers. I also, assumed I would, that she was fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would also like to point out that this like area is like at the bottom of the structure. So it opens up into space and is very cool. And I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. She tells Paz Vizsla, ugh. To tend to him because, of course, the Vizsla is still kicking around because he's played by John Favreau. I'm so yeah. mad that John Favreau is the only other surviving member of this religious cult. Yeah. I'm mad that one is John Favreau and two that's a Vizsla. Yeah, <laughs> just bad all around. Both, both in and out of character, bad all around. Yeah, but this is the first of very many of the. Uh, uh, I forget his name. Looking at the d- dead dove in the bag, saying, "I don't know what I expected." Gif. Oh, that's just uh, that's just me for the entirety of these two yeah, episodes they, from yeah. Arrested <laughs> Development. And this is the beginning of that when it's Paz Vizsla. Like, of course. Of course, yes. Um, dead Dove do not eat. Uh, seems <laughs> like they're the only two left of the original convent. Now there are three. The armor asks... We'll see how long that'll last. <laughs> oh, not that long. The armor asks what weapon caused such a wound and Mando shows her the Darksaber. 
all of the all of this talk of the empire and they lasted less than 30 years mandalorians have existed 10,000 um it was really a lost opportunity to not have bo-katan like behind random like columns and like doors and things just like <laughs> watching waiting i'm curious to know what the hell is going on with that because i she just I let him leave yeah. i feel like we'll find out in mandalorian season Three. Enormous yeah, amount of unfortunately, restraint shown here to not have done that, really. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, she will return and we will have to deal with her again. Yeah, yeah she's actually going to be the main character of Mando season three, but word is that Din will be appearing in at least two episodes, so that's yeah. exciting. <laughs> and then there will be a Bo-Katan series, and then it will just be Mando. The book of Bo-Katan will <laughs> be yeah. It's going to be I... Boba Fett. <laughs> it's just going to be Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett well, for some we'll reason. talk about this. I guess, but I'm actually very interested to see what they end up doing with Bo-Katan. Because she she's dies. A, she's a <laughs> Filoni fit. I don't. I actually like Bo-Katan, but she's a Filoni favorite, so... She won't die. But she'll never die. <laughs> she'll just be rewritten to be a totally new character. Certified <laughs> Filoni favorite. Because <laughs> apparently he forgot how to write all of his favorites, so she'll just be a totally different character We're not time. there yet, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're not there. Sorry, it's my bad. Episode. Spoilers, spoilers. Uh, so it seems like they're the only. Oh, I already said that. The armor asks. Nope, I already said that too. <laughs> she ignites the dark saber <laughs> and asks what Mando knows about it. He knows whoever wields it can lead all of Mandalore. She corrects that only if it's won by Creed in battle. And they say the word Creed so many times. So many I'm times. so surprised they didn't just play a Creed song in the background. <laughs> <laughs> arms wide open. <laughs> um, it's a but, Creed song, but it's a it's a recorder cover of a Creed song. Oh my god, I would love that. I would go wild for that. Actually, that's the only way I would listen to a Creed song. <laughs> but if it is not one in combat, it will be a curse, and Mandalore will be laid to waste. Which love explaining that is. plot hole that people bitched about after season two of Mandalorian. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So here's just a not everything of fucking... needs to be fucking explained and hit over like hit. They don't <laughs> need to hit you over what? the head with it. Yes, People it were so mad. They were like, drops. they were like, but why? Why can't Bo-Katan take the dark saber? I'm like, surely they will explain it at some point. But then they were like, she already no. had it. She fucked up with it. Yeah, dark saber was forged over a thousand years ago by the Mandalore Tervisla, Tervi- yeah. who was both Mando and Jedi. And this isn't new info, but it's neat. Uh, Mando says he found the jetty and the armorer says that he finished his quest then and he can rejoin the convent and work now. Um, While Paz and Mando do some work, Paz asks about the Darksaber. Both he and the armorer think that he should have killed Moff Gideon for what he did to the Mandalorians. And the armorer asks where Mando got the best scar spear and he says it was a gift from a jetty and it can block a lightsaber. She points out they can pierce Beskar armor and puts Mando's at risk. Beskar is meant for armor, not weapons. So he takes he says to make it into armor. He's got the dark saber now, anyways, for now. R.I.P. Cool Beskar spear. We had you for two episodes. Yeah. The spear was cool. It did save his ass a few times. I liked the spear. I liked him kicking the spear behind. That was that was the coolest fucking move. Yeah. Yeah. He asks her about Bo-Katan and she says she's a cautionary tale. Um, please just watch the Clone Wars season, whatever. Yeah. She Can didn't... I just say, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. go ahead. 
No, I was just gonna say I like people on Twitter were driving me insane because they were taking the word, they were taking the word of the cult leader at face value. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, just a thought, maybe. <laughs> It's a little bit more complicated than that. <laughs> but it's a cult leader. <laughs> and I don't think, I'm going to be real, I don't think any of that shit was Bo-Katan's fault. <laughs> I think there were a lot of complicated issues involving Mandalore that went back I think Bo-Katan didn't time. help in the grand scheme. Right. I think Bo-Katan didn't help anything, but it wasn't her like fault. She, I also I don't like think the Vizslas feels... fucking helped anything either. Oh, the I feel like made she it probably worse. feels quite guilty about how that all went down. Yeah. I would hope she does, at least. I think she does. <laughs> Mayhaps that will be her arc in upcoming seasons of The Mandalorian. Yeah, I mean- No, we'll I just feel, never see her again. I not, feel like, not till Ahsoka. I feel like <laughs> yeah, that's why she's- That's why Bo-Katan's, like, trying so hard to, like, reunite Mandalorians and shit because she feels fucking bad about this, right? Like, I, I think, like, the obvious direction that this is going in, right, with Din and Bo-Katan is that- Bo-Katan has things to learn from Din in terms of like stopping such a hard ass about what makes a Mandalorian and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. And Din has things to learn from Bo-Katan, which is maybe it's okay to take off your helmet. It's not. Okay. <laughs> we see, we see in this episode, it is actually not okay. It's still not so, okay. <laughs> um, but like the amount of people that were just like, I'm gonna take everything this cult leader says at fa- the obvious cult leader says at face value. I was like, what the fuck is the matter with you? We love a cult. Uh, Kreese, Kreese was a mighty house, but then they lost sight of the way and Mandalorians lost their world because of it. And had their like religious sect not been on the moon of Concordia, they would have also been purged. And only those who have walked the way survived and the way let them will let them one day to return to their home world, which their home world's a piece of shit now. Yeah, it's um, utterly destroyed. Maybe get a <laughs> Good new luck. one. Also, where were you in the Siege of Mandalore, dude? Like, at least out. Bo-Katan was trying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was out. Sorry. I, I don't know. Record my other so podcast. Um, so she, she asks what to forge with the best guard. Mando says something for a foundling, specifically for Grongus. And he wants to see Grogu and make sure that he's safe. And she points out that a Jedi must forgo all attachment. And he's like, that's the opposite of our creed. Loyalty and solidarity are what they do. This is the way. Um, And she asks what to forge for Grogu. And when she's done, she wraps it up in a little package that looks at Grogu's head. Uh, So maybe we can guess that it might be a helmet. (laughs) When When I first said that, I was like, is she gonna make a helmet for him? <laughs> she was forging rings, so I yeah, figured it was a piece of chainmail. Yeah, something. I was like, it's probably gonna be a little tiny shirt. But I was also like, I hope it's a helmet. That would be really I funny. hope it's a hell. I hope he eventually gets a helmet. I hope it's spots. a little ring of power. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so she and Mando are like training, and he practices with a dark saber, and he's real bad at it, and just falls off the structure into space. But it's fine because he has a jetpack. And apparently the blade gets heavier, which maybe he's just getting tired. <laughs> that's that's also- a thing. That's a thing from Rebels too when Sabine was yeah. training with it. Oh, yeah. If you it's fight like, against it, it gets heavier. I've only yeah. watched it. It's like it's it's a picky blade. You gotta it's work very with difficult it. Difficult to wield. Yeah. I see. 
So she says he's fighting against the blade, but he should be fighting against his opponent. And she is extremely not helpful because that doesn't make any fucking sense. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, thanks for nothing. So she beats his ass, telling him he's too weak to fight against the Darksaber. His body is strong, but his mind is distracted because he's thinking about his baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, fucking Paz Vizla pops out of like nowhere and is like, well, maybe someone else should have the blade. It was forged by my ancestor. And he's like really jealous that he doesn't have the dark saber, but it's like, my guy, stop. Dude, shut up. Just stop. Just fall off the structure and leave. Yeah. I love um, how like he, the last time we saw him, he was very ready to give up the dark saber, but then Paz Vizla wanted it and he was like, no, I not never mind. I would I don't care how much I don't want the dark saber. I am not fucking giving it to Paz Vizla. Like yeah. no. <laughs> no, of all people, absolutely not. Never. So he challenges Mando to a duel. They fight. There's a lot of literal headbutting. Uh Paz gets his hands on the dark saber, but Mando manages to win. But then the armorer asks if Paz has ever taken off his helmet or let it be removed. And he says no, because he has no friends and has never done anything. <laughs> and she asks Din and he's real awkward about it. And she asks again and he's like, yeah. <laughs> and like stupid. Just, just say no. Boy, no, you could just lie. You can just lie. This lie. Just um, lie. Then uh, so she tells him he's no longer Mandalorian, which, wow, she sucks. We thought she was cool, but once no, again, cult leader, <laughs> fuck her. Um, I don't have religious trauma. What are you talking about? <laughs> she says the only way he can be redeemed is in the living waters beneath the mines of Mandalore, but also the mines have been destroyed. So, uh, you'll never be a Mandalorian again. So. Basically sounds like you've sinned. Go get baptized. Is what oh yeah oh yeah oh no yeah mm. i am so not religious that i'm like no oh I, no no this was yeah. setting off this was setting off my raised yep. as a fundamentalist christian yep. vibes yep 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 i was Ditto. like yeah, go, go take a bath amanda did not yeah i was like, like oh cool no i was <laughs> not go, a go fan it's baptism it's baptism oh that sucks <laughs> yeah um, mm, not great that sucks uh and so Mando's like, fine. And he takes his dark saber and leaves because it's still his dark saber. Suck shit, Paz Vizla. I like that. Like, you're not a Mandalorian anymore, but I guess you can keep the dark saber. It's his. He's no one has won it from him. And he can't, he can't do it. He's not allowed to go. I uh Mandalorians. Um <laughs> he arrives at a commercial transport, it sets off the weapons alarm. And droid's like, you gotta stop. And he's like, but it's my religion. And the droid's like, no, dude, no weapons. And like, this is a little droid that pilots your, um, that used to pilot your speeder back on Star Tours when it was still like going oh, just yeah. to Endor. Um, so that's a nice little like drop for fans. I was wondering why it looks so familiar. Yeah. And like this droid was also had a cameo like the same kind of droid hat hmm. was also cameoed in rebels on like one of the flights that like they took to sneak into somewhere um and so we get an extended scene of him removing all of his weapons and he also just puts his dark saber in the container 
This this uh, trope is never not funny. I would just like to go on the record with this. Funny, yeah. yeah. It's a great where you, trope. Where you pull out a weapon that like definitely can't fit back there, but you did. Yeah. <laughs> and then like pull out three more. Yeah. Yeah. He's dumping his like flash, his, his gauntlet like grenades in. Here's all and my fucking yet The fucking uh, cord thing, the fucking <laughs> grappling hook. And yet he can keep his jetpack. They don't take that away from him. The jetpack's fine. Yeah, it's not a weapon. It's a jetpack. <laughs> So the transport takes off and Mando just gazes out into space longingly. And a kid in front of him is like, ah, hi. And the Mando is probably making funny faces at the kid, but he's like wearing a mask. So it's not really going to work. He clearly really misses his son, Grongus. I just love that we now have commercial air travel in the galaxy far, far away. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't have a ship anymore. He's got to get it somehow. I know, but we've never seen this before. Like, drink service and everything. Like, it was great. Right, like an actual, like, air, air, airplane style. Yeah, it made me nostalgic for the days when I could ride one of those without having to wear a mask. Um, (laughs) Nostalgic for the days before TSA. Yeah, also Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really remember them, but... Okay, well. The days before TSA where you could take your dark saber on a plane and no one would ask <laughs> yeah, you questions. Let me take my dark saber. The days it's before religious. TSA when you could bring about the, the reunification of the Mandalorian Empire <laughs> on a commercial airline. Yeah. I don't have to check that shit. Uh, so they arrive at Moss Eisley and thank God all of his stuff is in the container. And we I was go- so anxious about that lightsaber. Like, I was like, I was like do someone's not gonna take put it. it in there. Oh my nope. God. Din said, Din was like, I know everything that's in here. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to hold it. The relief I felt when he opened that and the duct tape was still there. Was yeah. like, Try this okay. one quick tip to make sure that your checked bags never get lost. <laughs> Tell the droid, you know threaten what's in the, there. Threaten the book, <laughs> threaten one of the uh, the flight attendants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh, it's Pelimoto. And- don't, kids, don't threaten your flight attendants. Like, <laughs> yeah, never. Don't, don't you do not take that advice from us. You will get kicked. For so many reasons. Also, They're working don't so take hard. weapons on the plane. You also that. Um, it's Pelimoto. And I really like, because they're, like, trying to get this, like, rodent. And I really like, um, they did a little homage to Alien when she's kind <laughs> of getting dragged behind the carts, like, very, very alien. It's because- a wop rat. Because they know they know she looks like Ripley. Yeah, they know. <laughs> Anyways, importantly, there's a BD droid. Okay. And BD droids are so cute. And when I first saw it, I burst into tears because I was so excited. But I, then I had a little was... moment. I had a little moment of is Calcus just going to turn up? Because at this yes. point, I wouldn't be surprised. And then it didn't. And I was like, okay. But I had a genuine moment of like, is he? If they get Calcus to show up, if they don't have KJ Appa play him. It's oh, a, it's gotta be possible. Him. It has to be KJ Appa. Yeah. Um, Why wouldn't it yeah, be the I guy who very... motion captured Cal? Because Cal looks exactly like KJ Appa. Well, so does the guy that motion captured Cal. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, but KJ Appa's cool. But they Cooler. based the he's, look off of the actor. Mowing. I don't know. Who yeah, he's Moen. That's why we want him. KJ okay, Appa is, is Archie from Riverdale. Yeah. Um, he's great. Mm. Um, <laughs> doesn't narrow it down for me at all. <laughs> It's He's fine. Smiling. He looks He's like great. Cal. Yeah. But anyways, okay. Beanie Droid made me genuinely cry. I was so yeah. happy. I was happy. And then I thought it died and I was very upset. Yeah. Uh, there's a this was, rat. This was also the moment in the episode where I went, well, the, well, the little Mando interlude went longer than I expected, but I'm glad we're getting back to the main action and we'll see what Boba and Fennec are up to. This is great. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're back on Tatooine. That means Boba fit. Yeah. Cool. 
Foolish, Seth. It's like, Go yeah, I, I suppose I suppose like a third of the episode dedicated to sort of what Din has been up to makes sense since we're introducing this character into the series. But yeah, no. now we're back to our main main plot. This is great. No, no, it's not great. Um, so, yeah, uh, the guy get the romp riot, but then the Mando like kills it and saves everybody. And he says he's here about her message saying she found him a replacement for the Razor Crest. And she asked where Grogu is, and she said that the kid's gone because she could have opened a petting zoo. <laughs> and she shows off the ship, and it's not a Razor Crest; it's a Naboo and one Starfighter. And he says it's a pile of junk. And she's like, "Listen, I can tell you all about this ship. It fucking rules. I just haven't finished it yet. You got here a lot faster than you thought, and I'm gonna." trick it the fuck out to be faster than a father it's she's a speedy baby um i was so excited for the father reference yeah this was really i hate i hate like my whole thing about these episodes is like people are stupid for getting really excited about random things that don't matter like and then they had a bd droid and father reference. yeah i was like hey! are you getting really excited about things that don't fucking matter Sam. yeah i am even they matter even less than the things that other people are getting excited about correct um <laughs> Look, i just Ro- love a droid and a Ro- weird space horse a spores i love a spores and a, and a droid so she asks him to let her put the ship together before he decides whether or not he's gonna buy it and he can help the mando is like fine because also what else is he gonna do he can't he go know how to say no to people yeah but he also can't go get grongus until he has a ship so like what are you gonna do um bd is trying real hard to be a flashlight but it's not very good at it but Mando's- i love the absolute dad moment of this <laughs> so, so much no you have to no but where i'm pointing my finger right <laughs> such a dad thank you yeah and but like he's really good with droids now and he says like thank you and like appreciates them and it's very sweet ig11 really did a number on him yeah i feel like ig11 did a number on all of us to be fair yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh pelly comes back with some fancy motor thing and mando's like where'd you get this Jawas, they got it for her they give her what she asked for and she lets them pick through her dumpster and he asks if he can meet the jawas and she's like yeah and she admits she dated a Jawa once and they're very furry and she can speak Jawa and it's great. Mando is like, can I give him a list? And she's like, yeah, here's your list. And he gives them a request and there's a shipbuilding montage uh, with a bunch of bullshit sci-fi tech jargon. Um, it was fine. And then the ship <laughs> is starting to look like a ship. And then the Jawas turn up with the thing that the Mando wanted and he wants to know where they got it and they crawled under a pike spice runner while it was refueling which is like very cool for the jawas yeah and these guys are hardcore okay okay all of you were shitting on jawas like two weeks ago and i don't appreciate not all of us not all of us i was always team jawa okay okay i love the jawas <laughs> um, look i was just mad about that specific circumstance I'm pretty sure you said fuck all Jawas. <laughs> I didn't say fuck all Jawas. You're putting words in my mouth. That sounds like the type of generalization that you are known for. <laughs> uh, that listeners. is something that I would probably say. Yeah, I feel like listeners, that might be Listeners, please let me. us know. <laughs> Get please in the let comments. Let us know what Seth said. 
about Jawas. No, I feel like I complete... said, fuck the Jawas. I hate all Jawas. They should all die, is actually what I said. We just I... got that soundbite. We just no, got that soundbite. No, oh no. Yep. <laughs> this is the blackmail Danny was talking hey, about. Hey, Saf, how much do you like me? Blackmail, blackmail. I'm just saying that definite because I'm definitely the type of person that would be like, "Fuck the jobs." <laughs> yeah, you definitely said that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Mando pays them and thanks them, and Pelly's like, "Why are you give them so much money?" <laughs> because he definitely like gave them more than probably what they requested. I don't think she gives them any money. <laughs> I mean, maybe she just so- pick them, pick through the dumpster, so it's fine. So when the ship is done, they roll it out and the Mando takes it for a spin. There's a space where the astromech would be that would certainly seem like a Grogu hole. It, it seems like where Grogu is going to go. No, it definitely was like, oh, that's Grogu's car seat. Okay. Yeah. It also I appears to be the only place you can put anything in this ship. Yeah. I had a reaction I, when I first saw the ship because one, I was like, okay, where is he going to put the bounties? But two, there's no toilet on it. And that was one thing we knew the Razor Crest had that made it cool. That's what made it cool. I was with you until the end there. <laughs> that was the I mean, only wasn't the thing. only thing that made it cool. But people like were, people were mad. Space. People were mad because like the N1 Starfighter is obviously a bad cargo like, ship. Cargo ship. I think mayhaps the point is that Din is moving on from that period of his life. Right. Is that he's consciously making the decision to move from a cargo ship to a starfighter. It's like an indication that he's going to be putting down roots somewhere and he's not intending to live out of his ship. Possibly, but also this is Dave Floody and John Favreau, so it could just be because they thought it looked cool. I think it's because they thought they look cool. It could have been masturbatory. I do like the idea of it having yeah. deeper meaning, but I am I am afraid of assigning anything deeper meaning in these shows now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am anxious. Yeah. They could be trust issues. Yes. Um, but it's just so obvious to think, well, why would he have that? Where is he going to put the bounties, the bounty hunter? So clearly, yeah. like, there had to have been somebody at some point in the process that was like, this is a proactive choice that we're making. You have yeah, so much faith I, in them. You have way too I much I don't have faith. faith in them. I don't have faith in them. I have faith in, like, the people that they hired yeah, and, like, production. They get, to, they get to say to those people, no, it looks cool. Well, and that's the thing is that, like, Din keeps well, yeah, but asking they don't. to get a razor crest. Like, Din wants a cargo <laughs> ship. Yeah. He wants a cargo All ship, right. but he is okay. He comes around on the starfight. I'm just saying, there's a lot more people involved in making these kinds of decisions than just John Favreau. Yeah, I just I like, I don't I think like at least one of them is like, why this ship? I mean, I, a lot of people make these decisions, and yet we got no Boba Fett in the Boba Fett show. That's true. That is correct. <laughs> this yeah. is why I have no faith. I don't. I don't think that Dinjarin is Dinjarin is is thinking like. It'll be okay. I'm gonna put down roots. I think he just needs a ship because he needs to get his little and it's his little real boy. fast. It's real fast, real fast, and also it's like what is it unmonitored or whatever? It doesn't. It's it doesn't. Not, like, yeah, it's higher, yeah, so they yeah. can't track it. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty, which is pretty um, handy, honestly. Right, and like I hope that he does keep it, and he is like, well, let's just not do a bounty hunter shit anymore. Um, or if he has bounties, just keep taking people's heads. Um, easy to yeah, fit. That works. Easy to fit a head in there. Yeah, you don't have to fill a whole body. Yeah, just get that head. (laughs) (laughs) You can be... (laughs) (laughs) You can be efficient about this. I'm really sorry. Hey, I wrote that fanfic. No, I actually didn't write that fanfic. That's a lie. 
Somebody did. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. There's definitely a lot of Luke Skywalker fanfics with that flavor. Uh, get the head. <laughs> anyway, the ship no, is fast. It is super fast. It is Starfighter, man. The ship is fast. He takes her for a run through Beggar's Canyon back home. <laughs> Rain T. He bullseyes Womper. Oh, the nostalgia. He bullseyes Womper in his T 16 Skyhopper. Yeah. <laughs> which is a ship, which is why you named your former podcast that. Um, <laughs> then he flies her up into space where he goes by a transport ship, and the kid before sees him and he's like, um and then he gets pulled over by some cops and one of them is 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 um is uh Appa, and he recognizes mando's voice and he wouldn't honestly right and he wants to ask the mando some questions but the mando's just like hits the nos button and just like gets out of there <laughs> really yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking mood Mando running from the cops yeah absolutely like, like just disappears the younger officer is like oh should we report this should we do something about it we gotta play by the books and then um Appa's just like uh oh report just, you want to do reports right let's just you know what nothing we do is gonna make a difference about the Mando so let's just keep going <laughs> just, look we're flying x-wings let's just keep flying the x-wings let's just keep paperwork. flying the x-wings <laughs> Uh, and, I'll be the and, first to say that like the the cameos of these two episodes were just like so obnoxious, but I will never be unhappy to see Paul Sunhyung Lee yeah. in anything. Yeah, yeah, I so. love him. He's great. And Who was the other guy? The fact that he is like the fact that there are probably like thousands of X Wing cops like patrolling the systems, and he's always <laughs> the one that bumps into Mando is never going to be a problem for me. No, <laughs> it's fake. And like. Commit he, to the bit, Lucas. Yeah. He, he as a person just loves Star Wars so much. You yes. can tell. You can yes. genuinely yeah. see it in his face. That I just Who is the other guy? I don't know, some younger white guy. Okay. I assumed it was a cameo of some kind. But... It probably was. I wasn't gonna look it up. <laughs> yeah, I, neither was I. <laughs> uh so Mando gets back to the workshop, and when she asks how it was, he gives an emphatic wizard. Do you love mm-hmm. a wizard? I've never heard Pedro Pascal be more happy, sound more happy. On <laughs> right. Than when yeah. he says wizard. He very clearly wanted to say wizard. It's so cute. And especially when he got, when he got to hit the NOS button and he just, <laughs> woo. Yeah. God damn. He's living life a quarter mile at a time. Um, so Pelly tells him a friend of his came asking around for him. And when he asks who she's like, Fennec's like, hey, it's me, Fennec Shan. Remember how I got shot recently by you? Um, <laughs> hey, no hard feelings. I love that Fennec is like cool with it because it she's wasn't a professional. She, yeah. No, the other yeah. guy shot her. That other asshole shot her. Yeah, I can't like, believe that you still remember that guy's name. He's the worst. Yeah, I'm cursed. Uh, but also like, <laughs> uh, also like it, it was a job, right? Like, Fennec yeah. is very And they've hung out since it, then. They've been friends. Yeah, that, like, it wasn't a personal grudge or anything like that. Yeah. Like, uh, she's like, you were just doing your job. You yeah. weren't the asshole that shot me for no goddamn reason. Right, right. <laughs> so she says the pay is good and they need some muscle. And he immediately knows it's for Boba Fett. And he says that it's on the house. Yeah, it is. Winky face, says Steph. But first, yeah, obviously that's me. Yeah. But first, he's got to visit a little friend. Cue credit. I'm sure when I the episode finished and I was doing orbs about it, and I was like, surely they won't do this again. 
Surely they won't do it a second time. There's only two episodes oh! left, so they won't do it again. You yeah, and like I was I mean, able to justify this one because the coming. season was seven episodes long, yeah. and like every Marvel Disney Plus show has been six episodes, you know, for a while now. So I was like, okay, maybe they plucked a random Mando episode here in the last minute, and that's why it's seven. All right, we're getting back on track. Absolutely. Yeah, I was like, all right, we're getting back to Boba Fett next time. It's gonna be good. Nope. It's not gonna. I be was good. a. I was a goddamn fool. Um, and even like, I yes, the it it was is egregious for two episodes. It was egregious for him not to be in one episode, frankly. Yeah, it was. Yes. And like, yeah. we're That's we're very mad about the two episodes, but like again, Tem and and Mingna being like the leads of the series is like a monumental, amazing thing. And for them to get sidelined, it's just really it's it's not okay for for both episodes. Yeah, but it's not okay even for one episode. And yeah, I really, I wasn't, I was like, I came out of the episode and I was real unhappy. And then mostly everyone on Twitter was like real psyched, and I was like, I see how this is. I see how this is. No, I still will only be for one episode, so it's fine. No, I fully I admit that like I really like both of these episodes, but it's because I I wasn't liking the Boba Fett show, and I right, like the yeah. Mandalorian. Like, yeah. but that's not a like. I understand why people are mad. Yeah. About it. Like, right. These two even episodes... even as a Mandalorian enjoyer, I couldn't enjoy the next episode. And it made that, me so mad. So. And many that times. doesn't mean that I'm like right. Right. Like that. Right. Th I think that was like something that was a lot of people were saying. It's like, oh no, and I like. I it. appreciate that because we'll talk about this later. But I felt like I was going insane. Right. Like oh, I definitely feel like they should have. I wasn't liking the Boba Fett show, and I much would have preferred. I, I would have preferred much more a a couple episodes that like made me like the Boba Fett show more. Yeah, maybe we got more Fennec Shan stuff. Maybe we got more Boba Fett stuff instead of like here's two random ass episodes of the Mandalorian. The second episode yeah. isn't even really the Mandalorian. It's like mm. something else. It's something. I I think. Let's the, talk about I, it. I think the tweet that I posted right after it was I really loved that episode of Clone Wars Rebels Mandalorian episode one yeah <laughs> like, it was very much like it felt like a Clone Wars anthology episode it really did yeah anyways you can tell that Dave Filoni wrote it so let's get into it um full disclosure <laughs> also a reminder yeah well, no yeah. go ahead uh as a reminder I wrote these show notes and maybe yeah. just reading them. One, just I wrote these show notes. And also importantly, <laughs> you haven't I, watched this one, have you? I have not watched this episode. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna learn all through my show notes. This is also, I have still not seen the Ahsoka episode in Mandalorian season two. Smile, it's a bad episode. Refuse. <laughs> it's a bad episode. You don't need it. Not Literally good. nothing of consequence happens except for learning that Grogu's name is Grogu. The difference with this one was that. All of us trans fans got blindsided by yeah, the transphobic actress being in this show because they thought it'd be a fun surprise for this cameo to appear without warning. Yeah. Thanks, um, Lucasfilm. I I literally like had to pause and walk outside. I was yeah. so angry. But we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah. We'll I uh I am I have seen the still of Uncanny of Uncanny Valley Luke Skywalker with the little Grogu pack, and I feel like I've seen everything I need to see of that episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I will hopefully watch the last episode if it doesn't have Rosario Dawson in it. <laughs> but we'll see. I'll see you on Wednesday at like three in the morning when everybody tweets spoilers <laughs> about it. Usually, okay, I would admit, usually I don't tweet spoilers, but I was so mad at this episode and I was like, this episode's so bad that I don't yeah. care if I spoil people. I, I think I was, I was real vindictive. I think there's a difference between like, here are like plot spoilers and stuff like that. But if it's like 
hey this is a warning that this person is in this and like yeah it's bad right like you don't um, want people to also be blindsided by this also my um my like trending tags or whatever it is on twitter it was literally just a list of all the spoilers <laughs> There's like no, literally it was just a straight is, up list of every like single a pet, spoiler this character. This is like a pet peeve of mine. There's absolutely no reason to like rot 13 your tweets because if you go over to trending, you will see it's who there. showed up in the episode. Okay, yeah. but to be fair, if you're on mobile, you don't see trending. That's that's true. And but, I feel like a lot of people use mobile Twitter. I was just yeah, on browser because I, I was tweeting about the episode. So I saw the spoilers on the side of the screen <laughs> as it was playing. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. Except it was after, after Ahsoka. So I didn't know that was going to happen. So many things happen. Anyways, let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, so some pikes are swapping money and spice or whatever. More importantly, fucking Cobb Band is here. <laughs> I love Timothy Oliphant is here for some reason. Yeah, I, I just was love like, seeing his face. This makes sense. They're both yeah. on Tatooine. They both probably want the pikes out. They both, oh, they both the have, like, things to do with Boba Fett because he had the armor. Right, like, it's the only understandable cameo in this episode. Yeah, like, I can see Cobb Vanth also, like, part And calling Cobb Vanth a cameo is being very generous to <laughs> Cobb Vanth as a character. <laughs> I like, a cameo. Okay. When I, before this episode happened, because a bunch of people tweeted me being like, you're going to have opinions on this episode. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be mad about this episode. So I was prepared <laughs> to be mad about it. But then it started and called Beth was there. And I was like, oh, I'm delighted by this. No. So it really, it, oh, it set me up for uh, again, a lot Cop, of sadness. Cobb Vanth was the only like can't, like person showing up in this episode that made sense to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and I just love seeing that man's face. He's got such a happy face. I think his face is very fine. Um, I don't <laughs> I get do why like people Timothy are hot Olaf. for him. I, I don't understand that, but I do get why people like Timothy Olaf. Olaf. I, I, think, love, yeah, um, I think he's I fine. Think, I think Cobb Vanth is like a perfectly charismatic, acceptable character. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. I just really <laughs> like said to Clarita Diet, so I love him from that. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's, um, the, that's the cannibal show? Yeah. Zombie. It's about a zombie, yeah. Yeah, uh, what's her face? Um, Drew Barrymore's a zombie. Yeah, it's great. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway... <laughs> Also, Nathan Fillion gets killed in it, so it's great. Good. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so he says that Moss Pelgo's ter- that this is Moss Pelgo's territory and piss off. The Pikes go to shoot him, but he's too cool and takes out all but one. Vanth, ugh, Vanth has a proposition. Leave, and anyone caught running spice through Moss Pelgos is gonna fucking die. Now leave the chest and go. So the Pike takes his ice cream maker and gets the hell out of Dodge. Oh, they had the ice cream maker? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. the ice cream Is maker. There's a couple ice cream makers in? in this episode. Yeah. No, they had the money in it. The credits oh. were in it. Yeah. Oh, ice The spice cream. was in like a ice fancy cream. chest. Spice was in a treasure chest. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Can we um, also talk about how Cobb Vance just kicks the Star Wars equivalent of cocaine into the wind? Like so much of it. Yeah. There's so, so much of it. He just kicks it. it. Which like all right, cocaine. Yeah, man. Some it's like the Banthas are getting a contact high. And we can't yeah, like high. there, there are some like sand creatures out there that are gonna be blazing. They're having a great day. <laughs> the next Boon to Eve classic is gonna be nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the next Boon to Eve classic. <laughs> 
I hate pod racing. <laughs> oh, you mean <laughs> the Java the Hutt Memorial Boonta Eve Classic? <laughs> the Java Hutt Memorial Boonta Eve Classic. Yeah. Okay. Vanth opens the chest to see its full spice <laughs> and then just kicks it over to the sand to get everything else fucking wrecked. Um, we join Mando flying over some green planet. He lands and meets R2-D2. Yeah, R2-D2's there. <laughs> he says, hello, friend. And he called a droid a friend. How nice. Growth. Anyway, he's here to see Grongus. He follows R2 through a bamboo forest to a bunch of ant droids just building a building. And R2 just turns himself off after that. Just like, yeah. I don't want any part of this. Is that what's dealing just, with this? This is the never, point of the episode where I considered doing the same. I've <laughs> I was never, like, oh, we're doing this again. I've never respected a Star Wars character more than just like, you know what? No. The droids who have just turned themselves off in these episodes because they don't want to deal with it. I'm not dealing with it. R2's like, I I could explain to you how Luke and Ahsoka have been kidnapped and replaced by, like, uh, clones of themselves with completely different belief systems, but I'm I'm just going to turn myself off. That's a lot of exposition. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, the ant droids build Mando a bench to sit on. So he sits down, very confused. Uh, There are pretty trees and light. Luke and Grongus are meditating under a tree. <laughs> Grogu force lifts a frog to eat it. <laughs> okay, that's pretty cute. And Luke's like, it Grogu. was until Luke decided to. Okay, I'll let you do your thing. Yeah. And then Grogu is so sad, he just wants to eat the frog. And like, you're on a fucking forest planet. Let Gronkus eat the frog. That's clearly what he eats, Luke. That's what he eats. <laughs> no, you guy. must shed your attachment to food. No. Attachments are bad. I'm gonna kick I would straight up ass. kill the Jedi if I was a Jedi and they told me I couldn't eat chocolate anymore because of my attachment to it. I would just, I would slaughter them all. I would kick their ass. Yeah. Um, I would then, go full Sith Lord. Oh, then Luke fully sucks by lifting a bunch of frogs out of the water and Grogu's like, oh my god, so much food. And then we're like, wait, is he taunting Grogu? What are you doing, Luke? Then he lets the frogs go, and Drongus is so very, very sad because he's so fucking hungry. So are all the frogs that just got lifted out of their home and flown right. around in the air that dropped 20 feet back into the swamp. Like, God. Um, You're supposed to respect life, but I guess not. I guess not. Not when you're teasing. So- like, listen. Luke but- didn't have any attachments to those frogs. He was showing off. He doesn't Listen, even need to like show Grogu how to levitate a frog because he was clearly just he knows doing how to it. do it. Uh, Luke, I know you probably have some unresolved feelings about your time with Yoda, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair to just take it out on little Grongus who has never done anything wrong to you. <laughs> He's he a baby. He didn't lie to you about your father. Like, <laughs> yeah, this kid's a fucking baby. It's Leave not him alone. his fucking fault. He's literally a baby like he can't speak any words yet (laughs) (laughs) a baby also a little bit racist for luke to be like i knew someone who looked like you once oh don't worry we'll get to that we'll get okay (laughs) you all look the same to me and i'm like excuse me (laughs) (laughs) uh so they go for a walk with luke force lifting grongus to, to help him keep up and he tells him about Yoda. Which, okay, again, I'm so mad at this version of Luke already. Like, yeah. no patience. He's like, nope, sorry. I don't believe in the value of patience as a Jedi. I'm just going to lift you along as we go because I cannot wait to walk at your pace. 
Yeah. Or pick the baby up, yeah. Luke. Just lift the Pull baby. Them in your fucking arms. No, no attachments. <laughs> no literal attachments. <laughs> I'm gonna kick Luke's ass. He oh yeah, deserves me it. I know. I know that we talked about how uh, Luke in Lost City of the Jedi was the worst Luke, but this might be the worst. I find myself missing that Luke as I watch this yeah. episode. Yeah, I kind of yeah. missed that Luke. Kind of missed that Luke. He was just stupid. He was just an idiot. And so, again, Luke is like, he looks just like Yoda. You remind me of him. Yikes. He said, like, you remind me of an old friend. It's like, you're just saying that because he looks like him. An That's literally friend. the only reason you're saying that. By yeah. the way, I agree. Either that or he's making fun of uh, of Big's Dark Lighter. Here's the most baffling thing about this Grogu would know Yoda. He was a Jedi youngling, and Yoda specifically worked with the younglings. Right, but Luke doesn't know that detail yet because he hasn't forced Grogu to relive his trauma. That's coming in a moment. Yeah. Um, mm, but I'm yeah, just like, why start- would you write it this way? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's Dave do Filoni. All of- Dave Filoni's like, oh. the one who wrote that bit about Yoda. Trip. I hate him so much. Um, I, just- <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, um, George Lucas had Yoda t- teaching younglings um, in Attack of the Clones because uh, he lost because Obi Wan lost a planet and he embarrassed him in front of all the kids. Um, <laughs> but also, he's like, oh, my old friend Yoda used to speak in all these riddles, and it was very cryptic. Do you speak like that? Do your people speak like that? Do all of you speak like that? Do you remember? Do like, people speak like that back home? Calm down. I, like, I had another green you? friend once. He spoke weird. Do you? Do your people all speak weird? I think it's very clear that Grogu hasn't spoken. <laughs> like, just yeah, really and I wouldn't either if the only person around is going to make fun of my speech pattern, what right. I do. Yeah, Luke just really wants to know if Yoda was screwing with him. <laughs> He was, and you deserve it, Luke. Yeah. So, um, he asks if all of Yoda species talk like Yoda, which is very rude. Then he asks Yaddle. Oh, it's been a while since we've called Grongus Yaddle. Yeah. Um, remembers home, and then asks if he would like to. And Grogu's like, I, whatever. Um, Grogu does not seem like he wants he to remember. He's like think flinching is- away from Luke's hand. I don't think Grogu is responding to him. No. No. Luke's just doing whatever he wants with that. He's just saying things. But, like, the baby very much is, like, flinching away from his hand. Like, does not want this. And forcing people to relive their traumatic memories that they've repressed is not good, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, you really got to do it in a very specific, like, situation with training and everything and, like, knowing how to deal with it. But, nope, we're just going to make the baby relive it. Especially when you've plucked the baby away from the only support system he's ever had in his entire life. Luke, what the fuck are you doing? So Luke makes him do that. And apparently we get a flashback to baby Yoda. Okay, hold on. With Is this baby Grogu with Grogu at the... Jedi this is temple? baby Grogu at the table. Okay. He's like wrapped in a little bundle, just watching it happen. We're seeing it from his eyes. Jesus. Um, yeah, we're watching Jedi, Jedi get murdered from the baby's During eyes. the Jedi purge with the clones murdering Jedi. Why would you put this in here? Who's holding the... Where's the baby? Who's holding the Grogu? baby's... Like the baby's hidden in a bassinet. somewhere. That's the implication. Like the baby is hidden in a bassinet. Yes, because obviously there's not there's never anything in bassinets that are just sitting in the middle of a hallway. 
I'm just glad that we can say that we didn't have to go through an entire calendar year without getting some depiction of Order 66 in our Star Wars. You know, that's a really good point. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's like the third year in a row. But we... Oh, I guess it is 2022. Yeah, we got I, Bad Batch in 21, Siege of Mandalore in 20. Was there one in 19? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah I mean, some Booker comic did it. I guess, oh, uh, I guess like a canon, canon order, probably. Yeah. Fallen Order sure did. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fallen Order did it. Canon depictions of Order 66, because we saw a yeah. little bit in Visions, right? Um, oh, yeah. Let uh, it go, Star Wars. They won't. This is the only we thing get it. All the Jedi died. Yeah, we get it. We got it the first time. <laughs> I got it in 2005. You really only need to show something like that right. once. Like you you showed egregious scenes of murder, re Isla Segula. So like get out of here. Yeah. So <sighs> Saf is mad <laughs> because you gave Saf clones, but like this. <laughs> <laughs> like this? So this is another finger on the monkey paw. So Luke's monkey paw has so many fingers. <laughs> Luke welcomes Grogu back and tells him the galaxy is a dangerous place and he'll teach him how to protect himself. And honestly, Grogu needs to protect himself from Luke because that <laughs> shit's fucked. He's a baby. He's literally an infant. He's I spent most of this episode yelling. That's a baby. At That's screen. a baby. Uh, so we go back to Mando, who is probably still sitting on the bench. Um, he was on the bench, and apparently <laughs> Ahsoka is here. Fucking Why? blindsided completely by that. What the fuck? I was so mad. I was like, okay, so it was going to make me mad, and then no that happened, and I was like, are Ahsoka you kidding here. me? Fucking like, the only me. reason Ahsoka is here is because Dave Filoni wrote this episode. We need to stop Filoni. Yes. He needs to be stopped. There's no also, reason for there's no reason for her to be here. This entire I've been episode. saying this for so many years, and now finally more people are on my side. <laughs> also, can we just can we just think about the fact that like if you've never seen Clone Wars, okay, it's not you, make any fucking sense. you have one episode of Ahsoka in which she refuses to elaborate on anything, and then she says, "I'm a friend of the family," and now she suddenly knows Luke Skywalker, and it's like you're so much like your father. Imagine if you have the no pale, idea who this person is. There's no but also, like, if you even haven't, if you haven't watched The Mandalorian, because you're just like, oh, Boba Fett show, and I know who Boba Fett is, and I want to watch that. This right. makes no, none of this episode makes any sense. Even the previous episode is iffy, but at least, like, okay, it's a Mandalorian. He's wearing similar armor to Boba Fett. That's something. This is just like, yeah. what is going on? This really nailed home the, like, you have to consume all of it. Mm. And yeah. I don't like that. No. That's bad no, storytelling, just, quite honestly. I just wish. I- I just wish there didn't need to be a Mandalorian cinematic universe. It's a like completionist even, world out there and we're just living in it. In the, Even in the Marvel shows, right? When they're all in the same universe and conceivably in, interconnected, you can watch all of them separately and yeah, still get Like I love Loki it. and it's very standalone. Yeah, um, Hawkeye is the same way. It's like you can just watch it, that show. Also, in, Loki's in every episode of Loki. Loki is in every there's, there's also multiple Lokis in every episode of Loki. Amazing. That's so many Loki. <laughs> like, yeah, they really uh gave us more than we asked for. Those shows those shows are like enriched by consuming the other things. Right. But yeah. It's not necessary. Yeah. That's the thing that makes me most mad about this is because I'm mad about this because it's bad storytelling and it's setting a really bad precedent for like how they're gonna make shows happen. And people not being mad about that is bad because it's giving them permission to keep doing it. 
think like right. the Mandalorian season two started this thing where I was like, this is Rebels season four or season how many episodes, how many seasons of Rebels was there? Too many. Four. four. This is Rebel. This is very quickly turning into Rebels season four point five. Yeah. yeah. At and least I don't like Mando that. was in all the episodes. Do you but... mean Clone Wars season 2.0, season 4.5? I'm going to throw up. What is this, a Kingdom Hearts game? Yeah, this is starting to sound like Kingdom Hearts. Mandalorian looks like Kingdom Hearts. It is starting to look like Kingdom Hearts. I didn't even want a Star Wars to look like Kingdom Hearts. Well, or be anything like Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about it, so let's do it. Like, the thing is, like, what they clearly are wanting to do is just a post- Return of the Jedi interconnected universe. But the fact that they're trying to market it as individual shows just doesn't make sense. And I feel like there was just some sort of disconnect between like whoever decides how the shows are released and the people making them. Cause like, it's so obviously that they want to just like make all these interconnected things, but they also want to market them as single individual shows. Just make it fucking Game of Thrones and have all your different stories. And then you can have a Luke Skywalker episode and then have a Boba Fett episode. And we all have to watch it all anyway. So you might as well make it all one show. Why is, what is happening? It makes so much sense to be one show. This should never have been its own separate show. No, it should have just been Mandalorian season three with a Boba Fett like arc. Or... It should have been its own show and not done this. And call like yeah. call it Bounty Hunters or something. Like no, they should have had a Boba Fett show because that's what I, I still want. That I still want that. You don't get to have it, so they just no, should have not, not done this in it. <laughs> and you know that happening. like you know that like this the fucking Ahsoka show is going to tie in future seasons oh, of Mandalorian. Oh, and the Ahsoka show is also going to be the Rebels sequel, which kills me because I've always wanted the Rebels sequel in animation. The Rebels and now sequel like, should JK, be animated. Well, and that's the thing is that like and now you get a worse now you get a worse version of the thing that you like and for (laughs) fans that wanted to avoid rosario like it in theory we should just be able to not watch the ahsoka show and we're good but now i'm like i just can't watch any star wars tv apparently because it all is one and the same i had two expectations for this show that boba fett would be in it and that ahsoka wouldn't be in it and i felt like (laughs) at the start of the show those were two very reasonable assumptions to have summer child (laughs) i was talking to damon about it afterwards i was so mad damon's like well you told me not to have high expectations when it came to star wars after the rise of skywall came out and i was like i didn't have high expectations the lowest possible expectation is boba fett in the boba fett show these i wanted the mandalorian to show up but after thinking about it this week, I was like, I really wanted Din to show up because, like, I love him. But not like this. Like, not like this not is like the monkey boy. This is the monkey And boy. I will say, I did overall enjoy this episode. Yeah. So when I wasn't thinking about it too yeah. much. <laughs> I, but I love, I did genuinely love the scenes with uh, Din and with Luke and Grogu. I think those were, I think Luke is a little, like, off but i think it could probably be explained as like him being in a confusing point in his life i don't think it's like an irredeemable point for luke i think maybe he's trying really hard to like replicate what the jedi of old were and since we already know that his jedi school in the end doesn't last i think it's reasonable to think that luke went about went about it wrong Mm -hmm. but it's just so different from I don't know. I like. I know. I sound like anti Last Jedi people after that came out, but it just it it feels like it completely undermines Luke's entire journey in the original trilogy to be like, I'm gonna fall back on the dogma of the Jedi Order that was being preached to me and was clearly wrong, and and it was me going against that that saved my dad and saved the galaxy. But I'm gonna fall back on these teach. It. I just maybe there's more. Maybe there's more coming explanation to this. But right now, I'm really. If Luke thinks the only way 
to fix what's been broken is to rebuild it the way that it used to be because he doesn't know why it fell in the first place he doesn't know it was the jedi's fault right in his mind it's the empire that killed but the he jedi. has he we has don't... anakin obi-wan and yoda yeah like, and ahsoka's right there ahsoka who like left the jedi because they're oh, fundamentally yeah. but, flawed no, 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 that's she's, the she's a jedi now but i think like ahsoka's stance is that she's just leaving him be at this point because that's yeah. what she said like she even says down. do you think do you think that what he's doing is right and she said that that's his choice and i'm I not th- i think i'd be okay with this explanation if it wasn't the attachment piece specifically but it was specifically luke's yeah. attachment to his father that saved him and it's specifically grogu's attachment to his father that he's saying no bad you can't and i just i cannot reconcile the yeah. two i think I for me the way i read it is that like he had consumed so little of the dogma from what we saw in the original trilogy and i like I think he like dove into it post Return of the Jedi in a way that like he's just that's just what he's thinking. It feels it just feels weird to me to take this like one of the first post Jedi Luke appearances and just completely erase his Jedi character yeah. growth. Like that's I what's think, happening. Like, Even I if think- it's for the sake of a character arc, I hate re- regressing a character so much just so you can have another character arc. They should have done something. No, I agree. I agree. It should be different. But I'm saying that I don't think it's like past the point of them being able to do something with it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if they do something with it, we have to see more of this fucking Luke. (laughs) We are going to see more of this. We're going to see more of this fucking Luke. I know. I God, it's so I think my dream dream scenario with this is that the only reason this fucking episode exists is that we'll see Luke back on Tatooine helping boba fett see like whatever on that though like honestly i don't care he's not part of the, he's not boba fett's friend he's not part of boba fett's show if you know, but... Tatooine, he's gonna take away from it again and i'm like i'm not saying like this is like my this is like the best case scenario in my brain for an already kind of shitty situation i don't think the best like, case scenario like... is that they just pretend this episode never happened in the last episode that is the best case i mean scenario. you're probably fair but that clear i mean it, this one clearly left off on a cliffhanger that we're going to get resolved in I some know, way I shape or form next episode Oh, did it? I hate this show so much. Yeah, yeah just wait. I don't want to argue with you about sure Boba Fett's app because I feel like we have the same opinion. <laughs> We're just <laughs> expressing differently. I think it's fucking dumb. I just want to say that. It also just really hurts to see, like, and we said every episode we've recorded so far, we talked about Tem and Mingna are having so much fun. Yeah, and to yeah. see that in this episode, instead, we get to see a CGI version uncanny valley version of a character like be the main character character when we could have had more of these real humans like just enjoying being in star wars i don't know with a fake voice i can't get over the fake yeah completely constructed it's weird as hell yeah um i think it was maya had pointed like had brought up um an interview with ming na and she -hmm. was talking about how Right. Like they kind of joked on set, like the, the creators were kind of joking on set that this is really Mandalorian season 2.5. Well, they didn't know they were. And she was brought on. Yeah. Game. And she was brought on. And like Ming Na was so talkative and happy and like promoted the Mandalorian so much when she was on it and when she got this role thinking she was going to be on like, you know, Mandalorian season 2.5 or season three or whatever. And then has not been as vocal about the book of Boba Fett and like there's a reason for that there's I mean it's we can only speculate but like if I was in her shoes I would also be very disappointed that like we are you know that like my that like Ming and and Ming-Na and Tem are 
you know, supposed to be the leads of this show. Everything was marketed about them being the leads of this show, about them causing havoc and doing all this stuff in in Mos Espa and then not being yeah. in the show, really. And like yeah. when you only have seven episodes for a whole season, like that that is significant, right? This isn't like a 22 episode season. This isn't like a syndication procedural show where not, they've never given a lot of time. time. Gonna be a like there's no time, especially when you have built up this plot of like, we got to take care of that Pike syndicate. We're going to yeah. get muscle. We're going to band together. I'm going to be a respectable leader. And oh, and- Cad Bane is here now. <laughs> so I... <laughs> the Ahsoka stuff, I think, like the Luke stuff, I feel like I can justify in my head, but I'm also not a Luke Skywalker fan. And never really have, have been. To justify it. No, no, That's no, no, my no. thing is like, people are justifying it. I'm like, you don't have to though. You can just say it sucks. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm just saying like, I don't, I think, I, I think it's, there's a way to like redeem shitty Luke. Right. But Ahsoka is so bad. And I don't it's not understand, Ahsoka. I don't understand why. There's a fundamental disconnect in what live action Ahsoka is versus the Ahsoka we know. I just want to grab Dave Filoni and just shake him like, man, what are you doing? Like you wrote this character for years and yet you've forgotten like everything about her. And the thing is, is that whether Ahsoka's characterization is good or not doesn't really matter because Rosario Dawson's transcript. So I know, like, like that's the main thing. But yeah. like, even beyond that, I'm like, you can't even if it, justify that. Even if, it's not perfect. even if it was someone else, right? Yeah. Like, like, even like, if you want to try and justify Rosario Dawson, yeah. Like, there's no reason to try and defend yeah. her or justify her because this just sucks. Like, this right. but, you're fighting for a stupid thing. Yeah, but like we, I, I just want to make sure we all, like the the fundamental problem yeah. is that Rosario Dawson is cast in this yeah. role. That is and definitely the main problem. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how well or how poorly Ahsoka is written because this person is yeah. transphobic and yeah. dangerous. So like, <laughs> um, anyway, I guess there's still so much of this episode. Jesus. Uh, basically, Mando just wants to see his fucking son. And he looks up and he sees Luke with Grogu under a tree and he goes to join them. And Ahsoka's like, are you doing this for Grogu or for yourself? Um, Fuck you, Ahsoka. Sounds really shitty. Yeah. She's being so manipulative. And Mando just sounds like he's about to cry because, like, what's the point? He came all this way. So many dad feels here. Oh, no. I can imagine. I didn't, I did not like this part of the episode. Yeah. This part sucked. Um, Because it can be both. It can be both. It can be both. It can be both. Yeah. Um, and he and and, and like, again, people are just telling me like. So I I got to hear I I, I tweeted about Star Wars the last couple of days, and so I got to hear all the the things too before I finally blessedly pressed the mute button. Mm-hmm. But people are telling me how like it's Luke isn't saying no attachments. Luke is trying to teach Grogu to make the choice for himself. And I'm like, okay, if that's how you want to interpret what's going on on that half of the island, whatever. I strongly disagree, but whatever. But. <laughs> How do you justify Ahsoka being a straight up dick to Din, who just spent all of his life savings creating this new ship and getting over here? And she's just like, nah, get out of here. And we'll, won't even just be like, well, we're going to let him make the choice. Yada, yada. Like, and manipulating yeah. well, and she's him, being and manipulating like, him if by saying, she's like, you're you being make here this is making it worse difficult. for him. Yeah. yeah. You're making it worse for him by being here, actually. And it's bad. He knows Din, you're here. 
Din, who is like the the strong implication with Din and Grogu is that Din is the only person who has ever loved and supported this child. Right. Like he grew up in the Jedi Temple, and then he was like on the run for thirty years. And Din is the first person that shows him kindness. So yes, he's gonna be attached to his dad. And, <laughs> and the thing is, is that it is selfless kindness, right? Like yeah. Din doesn't care if he's a Jedi. Like he doesn't care that he has for his powers. Like that's not why Din keeps him close. Right. It's just because he's an individual and he has come to care for him. So he's like there's son. there's no selfishness in like wanting to see him and like wanting to be he with literally him. just wants to see him yeah like it's he straight up says i want to make sure he's okay yeah yeah and being safe is different than being okay yeah and clearly grogu isn't okay no because luke was like want some trauma <laughs> <laughs> and then luke has the audacity later in the episode to be like he his heart just doesn't seem in it i'm like gee i wonder why <laughs> His heart doesn't seem in it. I'm going to kick Luke's ass. (laughs) I have never once wanted to kick Luke Skywalker's ass, but now, now I really want to. So she says that she'll deliver the gift and I don't believe it. It'll make it harder for blah. And why would Ahsoka do this? And also that's what remains of the spear that she gave him. (laughs) And Oh, Grogu can see the light reflecting off of the Mando because he's so shiny. And um, he gives Ahsoka the little whatever the Beskar is. And Grogu sh- sees the ship leave and it's probably so sad. And Reaches out for it. Luke continues training. Go- Grogu making him jump. Don't try, do. Oh, I'm gonna I love how we him. fully come around from Star Wars Rebels in which they make a joke about do or do not, there is no try. We're like, as. Ezra is like, what does that even mean? And Kanan's like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and like, nothing. And now they're being completely earnest about it. Right. And like, it's not. That's just. I've decided I actually hate this episode <laughs> <laughs> as we go through it. Perfect. But like, also. The more we're talking, the more I'm like, actually, that's just. <laughs> It's a really bad lesson, right? Like the reason why Yoda said that to Luke was because Luke was like being pessimistic and like, I can't do this. This is impossible versus like a very natural thing of being like, I can't do this yet. Let me practice, right? Let me try. Trying is very important, but Luke, like Luke in Empire Strikes Back didn't even try like it's important for babies literal babies to try things what it's a literal baby what luke Heath as a father speaking about (laughs) let him try it yeah that's like all being a baby is yeah, literally it's being a baby. Trying things. And constantly failing and yeah. Still and trying. Eventually you can walk. Yeah. <laughs> um we try to walk. S- oh you no, no, do it. Don't do try it. it. Do it. No, yeah, Can't no I- crawling, only walking. Like what? Imagine the baby alone. baby. Um, so we get a seagulls montage, and listeners, if you haven't looked up YouTube, seagulls. Uh, bad lip reading you got it it's so it's funny. the best song in existence i lose it every time it's so good um but we get a montage of luke running through the forest and doing flips with a grogu in a backpack 
um i don't this is just fucking gratuitous and he climbs <laughs> bamboo to look out the valley and gives grogu a monologue about the force being everywhere and whatever and the force theme plays and they're trying to give us feelings but it's really cheap um grogu is trying to balance on the branch while luke tells him to use the force again this is a fucking baby and he pulls out the lightsaber to show off and grongus is like i don't care and <laughs> Then he brings out the training orb. What is a training orb? It's the, I forgot what it's called. It's the little like it's the training remote? thing with the yeah. remote. Also, yeah, the remote. That's it, yeah. Also, that shit was in the Millennium Falcon. We saw it in The Last Jedi, or The Force Awakens. It could Awakens. be a different one. I suppose, but why? It Greg is a I little don't, wizard. Don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. This I was a little more okay with because this is the only lesson Luke got from Obi Wan Kenobi. So he's like, okay, I guess you just get shot at by an orb now. That's how you become <laughs> but a it's Jedi. A baby. Yeah. It's fine. Also, he's it's a baby. A, this is a baby. A baby. You're shooting also, a baby. you're letting the droid shoot a baby. He's, yeah. baby, he's telling a baby with fine motor with clearly not a lot of fine motor skills to jump higher and i'm like i don't what? know what you're talking about that baby's hand is like the size <laughs> anyway and it's not even it's not even like luke has seen attack of the clones so he actually has no idea how high a yoda can jump like <laughs> like we know that old yoda he does not know that he doesn't know that uh so yeah he's shooting lasers at a baby and grogu does do some fancy flips but you shouldn't have and ahsoka pops out watching luke train grogu and the baby just annihilates the orb and Ahsoka's like, good job. <laughs> Luke knows the Mando was here. Uh, he brought Gogu, <laughs> Gogu, Grogu a gift. Luke is weird about it. And he wonders if Grogu's heart is in the Jedi training, which no. And Luke is like, oh, you're so much like your father. No, no, no. Ahsoka's like that. To Luke. Oh, yeah. Um, well, we don't want this. Uh, and no. Ahsoka leaves, I guess. And Luke's like, will I see you again? And we know the answer is yes, but we all hope the answer is no. Um, Grogu falls asleep on the rock in the middle of a river, which sounds amazing. Um, and that's the end of that? Is that just the end of that's that? The, that's how it ends, yeah. What Grogu falls asleep on the rock, yeah. That's, that's done now. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad writing. Um, this is bad storytelling. Anyway, uh, so Mando arrives at Boba's palace. Holy Fennec, shit, we're finally at Boba Fett. Fennec does a PowerPoint again are we, about the are we? The banger has gone off world, which means a storm is a coming. Um, you know, I just realized Fleshy gets a line in this and Boba Fett does not. That sucks. Fuck this shit. Um, Fuck this. So we get like three just shots of Boba, but he says nothing, not a word. What is the show again? It is the book of fleshy. Um, So Mando (laughs) flies off. (laughs) Mando Mando flies off to go find people to help fight. The Jawas wave at him with a big ass crate dragon skull in their crawler. Very cool. That sounds very cool. cool. Yeah. If anyone can screen cap that for me, I would appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I'll grab that for you. Thank you. Um, and Mando arrives at Ma's Pelgos to see Cobb Vanth, 
Cobb's deputy's little baby about Mando parking his starship right in town. But Cobb's like, bruh, I'll take it from here. Cobb recognizes Mando's ship as in the Boo Starfighter. What a fucking nerd. He asks where Grogu is and is disappointed to learn he's not with. Everyone is so disappointed. Everyone's the baby like, where's the baby? Here. I would like to see the baby. This is <laughs> like when I when I show up to a party without Leah. Everyone's, Everyone's like, where's Leah? Where's Leah? Oh, it's just you? Uh Mando offers to buy Cobb a drink. He wants Cobb to lead a garrison. There's lots of credits in it for him. Cobb says his people don't want to fight anymore. There's peace now. Why should his people risk their lives for Boba Fett? They, no, no, absolutely not. This is so fucking stupid. I can't. You got it. You got it. It's true. They changed the name of Moss Pelgos to Freetown. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I, because they're free they're free town now they're free they're now free, they're free of the dragon it makes they're sense Meg. don't be a hater i'm gonna be a hater what do you have against free town i hate this this is terrible i hate this this episode continues to delight and amaze god uh cop says he and the mandar swear he flirts a little which is fair enough Mando says he's asking for a favor and Cobb says he'll see what he can do. Mando leaves and Cobb calls a town meeting. But who's that in the distance? A cowboy? And it was at this point in the episode in which I paused it and was like, no. Yeah. No. The answer is yes. (laughs) Yeah. Vance Vance tells his people to head inside. He's got a bad feeling about this. His deputy comes out. If you, playing the, <laughs> if you're playing the Filoni drinking game in this episode, you'd be passed out by this point. You'd like you wouldn't black. even get to see. You, you wouldn't even get to, to, to see shitty CGI uh, Cad Bane because you'd be unconscious by now. For a yep. brief, for a Stomach brief pumped. moment, for a brief moment, I went Embo, which would have. <laughs> I wish. Just Zubio. <laughs> Zubio. Oh if my God, it was Zubio. That would have been okay. <laughs> the whole show would have been redeemed, honestly. Yeah, like that would have been the perfect entrance for him, too. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Holy shit, it's Cad Bane. <laughs> One of Dave Filoni's characters. Cad oh, Bane. Hey. Cad Bane says he'll pay whatever Boba Fett's paying for the people of Freetown to stay out of the fight. We get a full face reveal and apparently he looks like the mouth of Sauron. <laughs> His teeth are so fucking dorky. His teeth are so- <laughs> but the most egregious so offense, of the offense of them all is that there's no toothpick. There's, there's no, no toothpick. toothpick? But also, imagine a toothpick being in that mouth. That would be yeah. so funny. It's good they cut the toothpick. Um, can someone screen? No one's, I can't someone okay. screen mouth me. Yeah. I'll, I'll, grab, I'll grab you, Quake Dragon and, um, and Cad Bane. Ugh. I'll grab them both for you. Thank you. Um... I- Cobb says Tatooine's close to the spice business. What the fuck are you talking about? And there's enough <laughs> violence. Uh, Dave gets his fucking good, the bad, and the ugly reference in. The deputy is stupid idiot and goes for his gun and Cad shoots Cobb and the deputy. He says Tatooine belongs to the syndicate. And the people run out to help Cobb, but they totally ignore the deputy because he sucks. <laughs> Hopefully that Cobb- WD did suck. He ignored he, everything Cobb said he, to him. Yeah. He ruined it all. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, ACAB doesn't necessarily apply to Companth, but it 100% applied to the deputy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, uh, hopefully Cobb's still alive. We don't know. Anyway, it would be really funny if Wendig's character goes out like a punk. Oh, because Cobb banned. <laughs> yeah. Character. As much as I love um, Companth, that would be really funny. Yeah. yeah. So we go to the sanctuary where some of the pikes arrive with an ice cream machine. They sit down for a couple minutes and refuse any service. And it me, having just like had the worst time for the last 45 minutes, I'm like, okay, well, at least now one prediction is going to come true and we're finally going to reveal that Garza Whip is the big bad all along. I can't believe you thought Garza Whip was the big bad all along. Um, <laughs> important note. It I'm sorry, seem, that was me. It was good. It doesn't, like seem, all along. it doesn't seem like Max Rebo's here, so that's a good thing. That's an important yeah. note. Yeah. yeah, that's really important. That is a um, very important note. The Pikes just leave without ordering a drink, which is totally not suspicious at all. And JK, the ice cream machine is a bomb and it blows up. <laughs> the, the second worst use of the ice cream machine that we've seen thus far. Really? Yeah. Uh, so we go back to the jetty planet. The building's done. Luke and Grogu are inside. Luke unwraps the present from Dick. Why does Luke get to unwrap the present <laughs> in front of the baby? There's a lot of questions to ask through this it's next a, little bit. It's a cute little chainmail, like Beskar shirt. It's so tiny and cute. It's so cute. But before Grogu can take it, Luke's giving him a choice. He takes a little lightsaber out of a box, the one that maybe belonged to Yoda. Belongs to Yoda, yeah. Yeah, and one of Yoda's lightsabers. It's Yoda's, yeah, it's Yoda's lightsaber. Grogu can only choose one. It was the one he held in his fourth hand. This is bullshit. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Grogu it's... can only choose one. If he takes the armor, he goes back to dad and will be giving into attachment and forsaking the Jedi, which is suck the Jedi. Bullshit. Fuck the your Jedi. whole thing is loving your dad. You kissed your sister. Why are we doing this again? <laughs> I just want to say, if I was Din and I found out that Luke was doing this, I'd kick his ass. I'd kick his ass. What's the, what's the movie that Filoni completely co-opted from the start? Uh, 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 Lone, Lone, um... Lone Wolf and Cub. Lone Wolf yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a scene straight out of that. So that's why this is happening. It, if, we, uh... if we need an answer for why is this happening, it's okay, because of that. But... This, but the scene in Lone Wolf and Cub. did a movie with the word wolf in its title. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a Japanese series. I talked about this when the Mando started, I think, called Lone Wolf and yeah, Cub. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, but the scene in Lone Wolf and Cub is very, very different because it's the father giving the baby the choice of going to go be safe with the, or like they are going to die together, like commit suicide or you can come on this mission with me. He's not like, the baby's not going to be like forsaken anybody or any He's shit not like that. manipulating the like, baby. Yeah, like this is, this, it, ah. I <laughs> so used, Dan, you know how I used to love the Jedi? I'm going to kick Dave Filoni's You know how I used to love the Jedi, right? I was a big so Jedi that, stan. I, I hate the Jedi now. So I Dan, really hate them. at one point, tells Ahsoka he is a Mandalorian foundling. And Ahsoka says, maybe he's a Padawan now. And I'm he's like, too young to even be works. a Padawan. And then Luke, then Luke does this. I'm like, no, you don't get to manipulate the baby with the present his dad gave him. It's so manipulative. Yeah. Like, how Din you- makes him didn't makes him that armor because he's like, I want him to be safe. Right. Like, how can you withhold a gift? from a child's father like that is 
That is some it's abusive so gross. shit. Um, anyway, I hate this. And he tells Grogu for a short time for him is a lifetime for someone else. So like, why not let the baby hang out with his dad for a while? Because he's still going to be the baby by the time <laughs> Din dies. He's a fucking human. This was th- this is what Sarah turned to me when we were watching this together. It was just like, if I were Groku, I would just be like, oh, fuck this asshole. Go hang out with my dad and then wait until Luke Skywalker Luke dies and then come back to the Jedi. <laughs> Which like, good. Yeah, Ray's yeah. probably a much better teacher than Luke was. Bro, so like, just that's just a win-win-win. Ray would absolutely eat the frog. Ray would lead him eat the frog. Ray would eat the frog with him. Ray would eat the frog. They would share the frog. It's Ray's attachments that make her powerful. Yeah, and Ray knows that. She she acknowledges that. That is how she was able to withstand the emperor. Like, is because she had people to fight for and people who fought for her. And Luke was one of those people. I'm going to kick everyone's ass. Uh, So again, this is a baby and it ends on this cliffhanger. Um, and Safter says, lol, staring to, starring Timur Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Luke literally goes, pick one. White yeah, shape and with the armor. And there's like, and then yeah, it pops up and it's like, starring Timur Morrison. I was like, are you kidding me? Wait, why would Grogu at this point not not be like, uh, I'm going to go with my dad instead of the man who I think Grogu's making me jump. Chainmail. Who doesn't let me eat frogs. I think <laughs> he's going to go with Grogu. I think, like, the way they keep talking about Tar Vizsla and, like, Din's very obvious Grogu car seat in his new space, I think he's going with the, I think he's going back with his dad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think maybe what could have happened was they were making Mandalorian season two, and then they did the finale of Mandalorian season two, and the overwhelming response from people was, what the fuck, why would you leave the baby with luke skywalker oh no no they were gonna they were playing on bringing grogu back either way like it was obvious that, that I mean, it won't yeah, be for fan but, reception yeah this I is mean, absolutely maybe planned this, from the start maybe the fact that it's happening so quickly maybe i don't know nah, i think they're just bad at storytelling that's entirely plausible but <laughs> makes it <laughs> bad episode, storytelling episode, either way either way if they didn't <laughs> stick to their guns and then decided to backtrack this quickly like either way it makes it bad at- <laughs> god this episode was personally attacking me i feel like specifically coming for me in so many ways that monkey paw has infinite fingers i love the mandalorian I don't so like much that phrase at all <laughs> <laughs> it's it's what star wars is now <laughs> like the character mandalorian din i love him so much yeah, loved and i wish I he wasn't din. constantly wrapped up in this bullshit <laughs> yeah why do they go do this to din because like he, I he agrees I for what it's him. worth he agrees even it yeah. Din just wants to be the side character, and even when he's supposed to be a side character, he can't. That's yeah. oh, the curse of Din uh, Djarin. Listeners, if you're really into side characters and romance, I recommend you read the manga A Side Character's Love Story. It's very good. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. What do you think the over-under is on them uh, giving Din a pointless love interest next season? It's too over. Eh, I'm under on that. I keep having like this cursed thought of that they're gonna put din with ahsoka or din with bo-katan i think that if anything yes. i feel like they put him with bo-katan that's yeah, wouldn't a horrifying be thought that keeps entering because she's got heart. the whole no attachments thing now so yeah yeah i think it would be bo-katan and i think they would be like hey fuck that cult um together i if it was written I well i could it. see it but it, i don't I know want that <laughs> it won't be i promise you. isn't she like twice his age anyways no she's so? like 10 years older than him or something it's not that bad 
They're both adults. It's fine. It's not like let, it's a 16 year old and a 26 year old. Let Dim, let Dim date him. Okay, both. I said that, but I'm like, I should vote it. So, like, I can't talk. <laughs> this is probably where we should end the episode. Ginger is into Mills. Oh my God. I mean, he kind of is because Omera, Omera. Mandalorians, I'd like to fuck. I actually do ship in with Omera. So, like, let Bo-Katan be a cougar. <laughs> good for her. God. For her. Honestly, yeah. Good for her and good for him. Good Honestly. for every. I don't good want this because I just don't like Bo-Katan much. I, I think. Like but I think so. Let it be ex-wobes. If he's going to open the Mandalorian, it might as well just be his ex-wobes. Don't you fucking bring ex-wobes into this. <laughs> I'm always going to bring ex-wobes into it. Ex-wives, not Max Wives. And I hope that Max I hope his twin I, And again, we have to play the the at the every actor you know is a horrible person because I hope they never bring Sasha Banks' Mando back because she's like an anti-vaxxer. So we're just oh, not allowed no. to like anything. Yeah. We're oh, not man, this, oh, the world no. is terrible. What is happening? Wow. People are sure showing their true colors. Ah. Uh. <laughs> do you remember when you didn't know all of the opinions of the people that you like? that was Twitter nice. was a mistake that was nice yeah oh anyway. man uh, what so an episode um this this episode truly broke me i like yeah it like I, I can't even have fun like joking about the characters with y'all right now because i'm just like so upset with everything that happened behind the scenes and like yeah i and like it was just like it was so baffling to me from start to finish and then yeah, I just and just the way the fandom's acting about it genuinely making me that feel was crazy. the thing that made me like like looking at Saf's Twitter mentions made me go well fuck this episode <laughs> more than anything else. <laughs> All I wanted was Boba Fett in the Boba. Also, Fett people jar. telling me I was insane and reading a scene incorrectly because I said it made me uncomfortable that Luke like forced a repressed traumatic memory on a baby. <laughs> you weren't reading it incorrectly. That was how it was. That's how it appears. That's literally. I, I just happened. had a bunch and of people being like, "Well, Grogu like. needs to grow," and I was like, "That's you don't a baby. from reliving your trauma. It's a baby. It's, a baby. It's, a baby. it's still just a baby. It's a baby. You don't just do like exposure therapy like that. Like you, you know what the hell you're doing. God, yeah. And I felt like I was going crazy because I was like, I just want a Boba Fett in the Boba Fett show, and everyone was like, you were expecting too much. You had an idea in your head of what this show would be, and it's not doing it. You just overhyped it, and like." my idea in my head was Boba Fett in the Boba Fett show and everyone's like you were asking too much yes. obviously this was going to be about other characters like so much revisionist history happening here I feel the like book a of Bo- like it's a called the book of Boba Fett because a book has different characters with different perspectives and we all have been saying this since it was announced that it was the book of Boba Fett it was universally understood that it was the book of because so it's based on the bible apparently I... also like obviously like all of these <laughs> obviously all of these characters are something yeah no people have been saying that obviously all of these Genuine characters opinion. Yeah. are actually like showing Boba Fett's arc through their own story it's like no they're not they're different characters no. I'm pretty sure Luke up. Skywalker has nothing to do with Boba Fett and it's yeah like it's not Boba Fett's arc if Boba Fett is not acting it out yeah it's not his arc <laughs> yeah um like but I do not like to just throw on the term gaslighting but I genuinely feel like that's what's happening to me yeah but, yeah the no, way people are talking to me about it it's, I mean back to what to what Danny said, right? Like, I hate 
that even after what, like the reaction after seeing Ahsoka and still having Rosario Dawson play her in in the Mando that in Mando season two, that they thought this is fine, right? Yeah. And that is it. It sucks that so many people are just going just tell the people who are ups, who are rightfully upset and hurt by this that it doesn't matter and that they shouldn't expect any better. And that is so cruel. Um, And yeah, like how, how can people continue to love something or support something when it's so obviously doesn't care about you um and like that's really hard like i you can't expect people to love something that hurts them right when when you do it enough times it's like all right bye yeah and we've we've all said this myself included so i'm i'm not trying to come for anyone in this space right now, but like truly the arguments about, and she isn't even a good actor. Like it, it, it hurts me when I hear that now, cause it's, it's happening so much. Like, and it feels like people are trying to justify what, like it just, it, it doesn't right. feel good. Cause that it doesn't matter. If, Full she, stop. if she was great, then I'd forgive it. Right. It's people looking for another reason to dislike her. Right. And I agree. She sucks. Like it's not the character we like and I the acting isn't like... great and the prosthetics look terrible, but like that doesn't matter. And, and we need to stop saying that because it's not, it's it's making it seem like it would be okay if she was good at it and i know that that's not yeah. what any of us mean and what I, and of what a lot of other people mean but i think like that's that's really been weighing on me heavily the last week especially because i've been seeing that resurface a lot and it really it it hurts me to see that argument honestly right right that it, the, the transphobia should be enough and it never is and that's the problem it never is yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. yeah yep um yeah and It's just, it's bad. And it sucks. And, you know, listeners who don't know some of like the nuances with like the Rosario Dawson case, like people have talked about on Twitter about, and there is an article about it that actually goes over how the charges weren't dismissed. It's not because anyone was found not guilty, right? Yeah. Um, The, and this is my, I have a background in uh, law, law, particularly in like in regards to like how society functions with law and like what the purpose of law of like the law is in society and I will tell you right now our justice system the American justice system and also most justice systems yeah our justice system sucks too aren't fair they were made to keep people to please people in power and the people in power are white and cis and usually men, but like um, in this case, right? Like it is, there was nothing just, and you cannot take the word of like the courts 
when there is someone who is so marginalized trying to fight against someone who has so much power and money and resources. Nobody would put themselves through that. Yeah, it's like if people it, think if people do that to fake it, it's like nobody has ever earned a payout from that. It no. always goes badly for them. Why would anyone fake this? Right. And like the charge, like this case was dismissed because the, because like they couldn't get um, COVID testing. Like they had COVID and they couldn't delay. And like the court refused to move the date. Um, and it just, And I see a lot of people who are saying believe believe women believe victims for a lot of other oh yeah situations believe victims until it's someone they care and, about until yeah. they play but not, your but not this victim Star Wars yeah. character I guess. No, not this yeah. victim I, I I keep saying this and I think I've said it on the show before and I think we all have in some way no fucking Star Wars show is worth this no no, no nothing no, is worth no. this no. no Star Wars show is worth anybody feeling bad about this. Having to deal with this, being triggered, being, you know, like I. And I hear you all saying, so why are y'all talking about it? And well, for one, we didn't know this was going to happen on our Boba yeah. Fett show. Yeah. And for two, it's important to talk about. But, you know, in the past, we've been saying we're not going to cover the Ahsoka show. Think the conversation we have to have now is that we're just not going to cover live action Star Wars television because she's apparently going to be everywhere. And that'll right. be a business meeting that we'll have as a podcast later on. But I have a feeling that's where this is going. So we are in touch. There are two members. There are two not cis members of this podcast. And there's one like kind of middling, you know, and there's a staff. Yeah, we are yeah, allowed. We are allowed to discuss it because it does yeah. directly affect right and not even not well not about like allowed right but like voices sure. that need yeah. to be part of the conversation <laughs> yeah. and everyone should be talking about this everyone should be mad about this right. but of course we're going to talk about it because of who we are right we uh the thing about road Padre, and one of the things i really appreciate and respect <laughs> about our podcast is that as much as we are so stupid and have a lot of fun <laughs> and dumb jokes. We have never shied away from tough conversations about fandom. Yeah. And we're not gonna just glance over this now like it's not important because it is important. Um, and so- And like, I, I don't think, I don't think a lot of people realize how dehumanizing it is to go on in Star Wars space and see people excited about this and not care, mm -hmm. right? And treat your existence like an inconvenience because it gets mm -hmm. in the way of a Star Wars TV show that you like. And I don't know if anybody else has felt this, but me personally, I will say, they, I, it, there are people that have made me feel like a, like a fucking inconvenience, my just existing because I have something to say about the Rosario stuff. And it makes them feel bad about a Star Wars TV show that they like. And like, that's maybe they should feel bad. Yeah. Maybe you need to. No, they should. <laughs> yeah. If you feel guilty, I feel about bad. This, you should interrogate also why. <laughs> Look at why you feel guilty and like actually ask yourself about that. Like, there's a reason you that's, feel bad about it. Yeah. That's not coming from nowhere. I promise you, I feel worse, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and other and other trans people feel worse, right? Like, I, <sighs> I'm just gonna keep yelling, so I probably need to stop. But keep yelling, yeah, it's bad shit. So you know, 
think about this. <laughs> uh, also, like, if you try, this is another thing that I saw. If you're trying to use the, well, they fired Gina Carano as an excuse. They didn't fire her for the transphobia. They fired her for being, for, for the numerous things that she said. And the thing yeah. that drew it over the line was comparing something to the Holocaust. Yeah. yeah. They didn't yeah. give a, they didn't give a shit. And it was like her anti-vax shit. They've already demonstrated that they are committed to Rosario. It's happening. And Rosario knows how to keep her damn mouth shut because she's married to a U.S. senator. <laughs> like she, yeah. she's a politician. Right. She's got a lot of money. <laughs> like if you think, if you think she doesn't have a bunch of fucking privilege. Like... Right. Yeah. And they, so much Lucasville probably paid Anthony Bresnikin how many dollars to like put that article out there and be like, we're done. It's good. We're moving on. Right. So, yeah, is it's she's not getting fired, no, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, not right? And like, yeah, like we as individuals, we as a podcast, you as a listener, you as listeners, like everyone in fandom needs to really reevaluate what they're willing to support. Um, mm-hmm. because including the people in this podcast, I think that's a like, yeah. I don't want to like like oh you said that didn't you you said us as a part my bad yeah yeah, yeah 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 sorry I'm, <laughs> um, I'm in I'm I'm there I have rage goggles on I'm sorry I'm not no that's thing, fine but no you're good yeah. yeah and and other people with podcasts also need to make that decision um because I'm seeing you know a lot of people who don't talk about on their podcast because good vibes only or whatever um <laughs> but like you know, Star Wars. Star Wars can be important to you, but it shouldn't be more important than actual real people. And like Danny said earlier, like, let's stop watching and talking about the shit she's in. Yeah. Yeah. And other podcasts should do the same. Like, <laughs> Woo! it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Any last thoughts from anybody? I think we're just going to talk in circles the whole time if we keep yeah, going. So. Last thoughts is I just want Boba Fett in the Boba Fett show and I'm afraid even the last episode won't give us that. Yeah. I'm terrified. Yeah. Fair. That's all I want. Yeah. Okay. Take us out, Seth. Oh, that's me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Our Twitter is at RoguePodron. Our email is RoguePodron at gmail.com. Our website is RoguePodron.com. You can subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher, leave us your own iTunes, and we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash roguepodron. Cancel your Disney Plus subscription and subscribe to our Patreon instead. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what you can do this week. That's what you can do. <laughs> that's, that's a good action you can take. Yeah. 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 We'll um, let you know if the other episodes are worth it. And also... Sometimes pirates fine. just pirate them. <laughs> Pirating from Disney do, is fine. <laughs> do what Hondo Onaka wanted you to do pirate. all along. It's time to pirate. Listen to listen to Hondo Onaka, which a lot of people like for some reason, and just pirate that shit. Be a rebel and pirate it. Just make sure you're careful about it so you don't get any viruses. <laughs> yeah, there's VPNs, etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, be be ask, safe about it. But ask you know. your tech savvy friends to do it. Yeah. You're you gonna know. have a friend who knows how to pirate. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> and with that, may both sunshine on your table. I hope they do. Raising that pirate flag and, you know, having that sunshine. Yo, ho, ho. Oh, should I do a pirate voice next time? Oh my God, you Absolutely. should. <laughs> they are. A Western pirate. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. no pirates in these fucking deserts. All these desert planets. <laughs> no water. I don't care how much water Tatooine used to have. There's no water now. No water now. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Roger!